We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see Who you'll be It's time to express yourself Where teens talk and the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Sometimes people are beautiful, not in looks, not in what they say, just in what they are. This is from Marcus Zusak from I Am The Messenger. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice, right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Brigitte Gia, and today's theme is the gift of beautiful. And I'm Zara Hassanade. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. A top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. Please visit www.bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation and get more information about how you can be part of our mission to increase literacy and positive message media. The Star You Are has launched Operation Disaster Relief. We need your donations to help us help those in distress by providing books and other resources. Please donate today at bethestarur.org. You can even donate through PayPal Giving Fund with no additional fees. And with that, we're going to jump right into the show today with an installment of Zara's segment, Hope Heals. Hi, Zara. Hi. Hi. Um, We're going to, as per usual with your segments, we'll go ahead and jump into the first question today about uh, hope and beautiful, or the gift of beautiful. Uh, And uh, we're going to start with the question, what is the connection between hope and beauty? Um, Yeah, so I just think, um, just as, you know, beauty is, the absence of ugliness, it's sort of, it's, and it's also just like sort of a rare, but like essential thing to find in such a grim world. Um, I think in the same way, um, hope is sort of like the absence of dejectedness. Um, and both kind of, I think, act as um, like a sort of eye and like, you know, the storm of, you know, like they're like an eye of a storm in a world of chaos. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, it kind of like sort of like hope and beauty both sort of like ground us, make us, you know, they're kind of what keep us going um, in such, like, a chaotic world and stuff. Um, and I think, like, both of them also, like, I think the um, thing that's really important to emphasize about both hope and beauty and the connection between them um, is that it is really, like, rare to find both. And it is really, um, it's not like, you know, beauty just comes naturally. It's not be- like you can just find beauty in ev- anything and everything, like, easily. And the same way you can't really, like, build hope up easily, you know, especially if you're, you know, going through a hard time. Um, but at the same time, even though they are so hard to find, I think it's almost like, um, they're both a very like essential things to find in life because without them, I mean, like nobody would really have fuel to like, you know, keep going, keep living their life the way they wanted to. Um, so I think, yeah, that's basically the basic connection. Yeah. I love that. I love the, uh, connection that you've established between the two in that they're both 
said, yeah, they're both uh, very elusive and we have to search for them, but they are both things that I think uh, we as humans live for, really. Uh, we live to, uh, or we live and have hope and we live to find beauty within our lives and um, within the environments around us. And so yeah. Uh, focusing, yeah, exactly, and focusing uh, specifically on beauty and the beautiful, uh, you know, how, I, I, there's a lot of magazines that portray a certain image of beauty nowadays, and there's a lot of people yeah. who have their opinions of beauty. And so yeah. how subjective or objective do you think beauty is? Um, yeah, I think um, beauty is both subjective and objective, you know, in different ways and different contexts. Um, I think objectively, you know, the objective thing about beauty is there's some things we can all sort of agree are beautiful no matter, you know, what our opinions, no matter what our experience and um, life is. Like, I think, I don't know, I feel like anyone can agree that, you know, nature is beautiful, friendship is beautiful, hope is beautiful. Um, you know, like, I've never encountered anyone who thinks that, you know, trees aren't beautiful or flowers aren't beautiful, and I don't know anyone who's, like, disgusted by kind people, you know what I mean? So I think <laughs> yeah. it's like, so, like, I think in that way, like, you know, like, it is kind of, like, hopeful to me that a lot of us can, like, recognize beauty and, like, common things, and in that way, beauty is um, objective. Um, but on the flip side, I think the subjective part comes in when, you know, like you were saying, like, um, people sort of try to adhere to like their own definition of beauty a lot of the times. And that definition ends up being very exclusive and very different from what other people think it is. Like, for example, in, um, you know, in like people always talk about, like in fashion magazines, all you see is like, um, you know, like really skinny, uh, white models a lot of the times in all these magazines. And I think, um, just sort of like establishing, you know, those industries establishing that, oh, that's like the norm of beauty in this world. Like that is what is considered beautiful um, is not only um, like problematic. I think it's also sort of like really detrimental to people who like read those things because it's like if you only grow like if you only like look at one type of person, you really don't get to um, you don't get to see the beauty in like other types of people. You know what I mean? So uh, I mean, like even like you know, someone like me or you, like, we're not, like, you know, white and skinny people, but, like, I feel like even if we looked at some of those images and stuff and all we, all we saw were, like, all those images, um, it sort of, like, becomes, like, ingrained in your mind that, oh, yeah, that is the definition of beauty, you know? Like, you don't think of, like, black people or brown people as beautiful when you're, like, a little kid and you see those things because, like, that's just what you're surrounded by, uh, which I think is pretty sad, and I think that's the subjective part of beauty that sort of um, gets in the way of the more beautiful aspects of beauty, the more objective parts of beauty. Um, and in the same way, I think um, there's also just, like, I think, like, a lot of times in, like, literature, I notice there's a lot of, like, like whitewashing of what, like, beauty is. Like, there's always, like, um, you know, like, people often, like, in especially, like, old books describe, like, white skin as, like, beautiful and wholesome and, like, innocent. Like, there's something, like, like, they make it out to be, like, there's something, like, inherently innocent about, like, white skin and, like, a lot of times when they describe, like, black skin, they'll be like, oh, you know, it's, like, they describe, like, animalistic people and stuff like that. So I think, like, even though we think that might be, like, a thing of the past, we can see it in the modern day and, like, magazines and stuff. And I don't think um, that sort of subjective part of beauty has really disappeared. Um, and I think, um, you know, as much as we can, I think we should try to make beauty an objective thing because um, otherwise it is sort of, it's not a source of hope. It's really a source of uh, stress. It's a source of... Um, I don't know, it just makes people feel bad about themselves, I think, when you have such a narrow definition of beauty. Definitely. Uh, I definitely agree with you there. And I, I like the differentiation that you make um, that's very clear between 
the objective nature of beauty and the subjective nature of beauty. And definitely there are so many societal factors into this one definite, or this, you know, this is, our society places a lot of, um, a lot of emphasis on yeah. a certain, exactly, a certain standard of beauty that you mentioned. Uh, and I think we definitely need to shift into a more multicultural view of beauty. Because yeah. there are, yeah, there are different sources of beauty that uh, in people and human beings that we really need to consider and bring into our culture instead of pushing multiracial uh, beauty off to the side. We need to bring it into the mainstream and teach yeah. you know, everybody that beauty, this sort of beauty is beauty all the same. And as you said, it's also yeah. to make it more objective. I definitely agree yeah, with you. Yeah, and I definitely think, yeah, I think like, I mean, I think we've been talking a lot about like, you know, beauty in terms of like outer beauty, right? Like in terms of like, oh, like white skin versus black skin, like skinny versus, you know, um, like heavier um, but I think, like, in the same way, like, I think a lot of times in books and um, whatever TV shows and stuff, I think, like, it is really common for people to also, like, not necessarily give um, much attention to, like, the beauty of, like, say, like, the soul of a black woman, right? Like, you don't really see, like, a lot of TV shows with, like, black women as, like, the uh, protagonist. You don't see a lot of books with that either. And I think um, in addition to just showing, like, you know, white skin isn't the only beautiful thing in the world, um, I think emphasizing that white souls aren't the only beautiful um, things in the world at all. That's also a very like, important thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We need to look at the in, inside of people and we need to take, I think, to a certain extent, we really need to uh, take the outer beauty out of the equation uh, completely. Is my opinion, and I definitely agree with you. Yeah. In that point is that we really need to focus on people's insight. Oh, and then definitely, uh, as you mentioned, we need to stop correlating uh, souls or people's in, inner beauty with their outer appearance. There's yeah, definitely for sure. a clear distinction there. Um, and uh, people tend not to make that nowadays. And so yeah. it, just moving on real quick the next question uh, we do want to hear definitely more about hope as well uh, as of course your segment is hope heals and uh, I just want to Zara are there any hopeful quotes that you like about beauty yeah um, so there's actually like a little poem by I mean okay so I, I I know like a lot of times in my segments I have a lot of quotes by Langston Hughes and a lot of quotes by Latin authors so I'm bringing that back again um, but, um, so what, so this first one, it's not quotes, like a little poem by Langston Hughes. Um, it's not, well, yeah, it is kind of, it's mostly about beauty, but it's like, yeah, I'd say it's mostly about beauty, but okay, I'll just read it. Um, so it goes, the night is beautiful. So the faces of my people, the stars are beautiful. So the eyes of my people, beautiful also is the sun. Beautiful also are the souls of my people. Um, so I just, I really like that, um, whole little poem and how like not only how succinct it is like I think that's the beauty of Langston Hughes is how succinct he is but also like a lot of times when you read about like beauty and like poetry and books and stuff it always like focuses on sort of the beauty of like oh you know like landscapes or nature or like some outer force or like you know like they describe uh human beauty as something 
in a very like inhuman way sometimes like in a very like divine way like you know people like exaggerate people's beauty a lot of the times but I think here Langston Hughes is really like um he's putting all that like sort of um outlandish that sort of like out of this world stuff like secondary like he says yeah beautiful also is the sun but that's like an afterthought almost you know what I mean like first he starts out with yeah like the night is beautiful so the faces of my people he's talking about you know the very like um he's talking about the beauty of like humanity before he mentions the beauty of anything else which I think is really essential and I think also this really connects to um what we were just talking about with you know the whitewashing of like what it means to be beautiful um because like you know so like like yeah, so, like, you know, like, Hughes was a um, African-American poet, and it is really, it's sort of, like, very bold of him to say, uh, so the faces of my pe- people are beautiful, the eyes of my people are beautiful, um, because, you know, especially in his day, they weren't seen as beautiful, they were seen as, uh, you know, like, African-Americans were not seen as beautiful in any ways, especially in any way, to, especially in, like, some Hughes's time. Um, but it also, like, gives you the hope that, Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, um, I think this also gives you the hope, though, that, like, you know, uh, Langston Hughes and African-Americans during his time were going through so, so much. Um, and, you know, there was just, like, I mean, it was, America really was just not a good place to live if you were African-American. And, you know, still, of course, there, uh, there's yeah, there's definitely, yeah. there's, there's still a lot, but then you can really, really see the beauty and he, it's a perfect poem to emphasize the multicultural beauty. Uh, well, thank you so much, Zara, for yeah. bringing, us this, bringing us this segment. It's always great to hear your insight on hope uh, and especially with beauty. Uh, listeners, be sure to support our show in these amazing segments by donating to the Be The Star You Are charity that brings you this program. For more information on how to do this, go to bethestarur.org and follow our blog. Uh, BTSYA founder Cynthia Bryan's new book uh, has come out and it's titled Growing with the Goddess Gardener and it's now available with 25% of proceeds benefiting Be The Star You Are. It's available at CynthiaBryan.com slash online store. I'm Brigitte Gia. And I'm Zara Hassanin. Again, head, o- head on over to our website at www.BeTheStarYouAre.org during the break. Keep listening to our lively conversation on the gift of beautiful. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to our uplifting, inspiring program. 
I'm Zara Hosnane, and you are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, brought to you by the Be The Star You Are charity. Today, we're continuing our exciting discussion on the gift of beautiful. Hi, Brigitte We're joined today by social media personality and new author, Chelsea Crockett. Chelsea made her debut on YouTube as Beautylicious Insider in 2011 and has since gone on to become a role model for millions of teens around the world. Her channel features makeup tutorials, life advice videos, and everything in between, including messages about Chelsea's faith. Chelsea has appeared on Today and in Seventeen, Teen Vogue, and Trend Magazine, among others, and her website, ChelseaCrockett.com, uh, is home to thousands of beauty, fashion, lifestyle, and advice posts. Chelsea's greatest passion is connecting with her fans and subscribers and using her voice to make a positive impact on viewers across the world. Her book uh, that is has just come out is Your Own Beautiful. And with that, let's welcome Chelsea to the show. Hi, Chelsea. Hello, everyone. How are you guys? Good, thank you. Great. You know, uh, we're very excited to have you on the show today. Uh, congratulations on your success. Uh, and so I'm just going to go ahead and jump into a few questions. Um, you know, you started your own YouTube channel uh, when you were 13 years old, and now you have more than you know, 1.5 million fans, and that's a huge audience um, to listen to uh, the positive messages that you have. Um, you know, how did you do it? How were you able to build up such a huge audience and become such a huge success? Well, like I said, or well, like you said, uh, I started mm-hmm. when I was 13 years old and I'm almost 20 now. So it's been, it's been a while since I had my start on YouTube. And I think it's just been a, uh, constant change on my channel of my content. So I started with beauty and fashion tutorials and now I've evolved into doing lifestyle and faith content and I just picked up different types of people. I really I think it's just evolved. Um, you know, there's different type of people out there and people have stuck yeah. with me throughout the years. Um, and it's just been it's been a journey, but it's definitely, it's been cool to see the same people stick with me. And then, uh, of course, you have people who decide to uh, not watch YouTube anymore. And then maybe <laughs> um, they they watch other people or whatever it may be. But um, at somewhere down the line, 1.5 million people like me. So I guess that's <laughs> somewhat interesting. <laughs> no, yeah, that's definitely super, super interesting. And I think it's really cool that you um, touch on such a wide variety of topics as well. Um, and I know, you know, there are a lot of, uh, beauty channels out there on YouTube. Some focus on makeup, some focus on fashion, some focus on, um, other things. Um, but what do you think really sets your channel apart from those channels and just in general? Well, I do cover a lot of wide topics on my channel, but I think what really sets me apart is the fact that I'm just authentic and real and I'm not afraid to talk about things that other people are afraid to talk about. And uh, people like to just really talk about surface level things and I talk about my mistakes and things that I've uh, just messed up with and things that I don't want people to mess up with. So I share my heart and uh, people appreciate that. So I don't think I'll stop anytime soon. That's absolutely brilliant. Um, I love the, the message that you're promoting to uh, your, again, your colossal audience. And it's it's super great that you are able to um, pull at sort of the deeper themes uh, in life 
Uh, and there are a lot of, yeah, there are a lot of YouTube um, personalities that do um, tend to make more surface level content. Um, and sometimes their audiences will come and go, but I think um, it's sign um, with your, or your, your longtime viewers uh, are, <laughs> must definitely be a sign that uh, you're really able to pull at some of the deeper content and um, really give a deeper video <laughs> to the viewers. And so, you know, um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of different socially, you know, condoned or produced uh, images of beauty specifically uh, that are sometimes promoted by, you know, magazines or different outlets of media. And so normal girls find it very difficult to reach certain standards of beauty that have been uh, given to them. And, you know, what advice would you give to girls who are really struggling to embrace their own beauty and self-worth? Yeah, so um, you pretty much, you know, just explained the title of my book, Your Own Beautiful. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, but... It is difficult. I find myself uh, still having that problem, you know, scrolling through social media and spending like a lot of time. I don't even realize it like on a girl's profile and being like, wow, that girl is so pretty. And sometimes I'm like, you know, good for her. Like, you know, she's beautiful and I'm sure she has a great heart. And um, but it's hard not to compare ourselves. And and naturally we do that. Um, But when when we want to embrace our own um, beauty, uh, it just, it comes down to, um, just seeing who we were created, um, by and, um, accepting the, the qualities that we have that are are so different from other people, because we have such unique qualities that are completely, completely different from other people. Like I can do things that you know, maybe you guys can't, and you can do things that maybe I can't, and that's beautiful. And then, uh, you know, sometimes we feel like, um, especially with the outward appearance, that we just don't measure up to other people around us, and that's what really gets us down. But yeah, um, it, it's just good to always think of things in perspective with, uh, you know, Beauty is really, it's it's not service level. Um, It goes so much deeper than that. And I'm realizing that as I get older and it's such a beautiful thing. You know, I always, I always say beautiful beauty in every single sentence because I I love that (laughs) word, but it's, it's so much deeper. Yeah, well, um, you know, you mentioned your book briefly and also um, just, you know, speaking of you being a role model to so many teen and college age girls um, all over the world, all over the country. Um, and also just like, um, you know, you were talking just now a lot about um, what beauty really means and stuff. And so you wrote a book recently, right, um, called Your Own Beautiful. Um, the book is a life and beauty guide for teen and college age girls where you offer advice on big issues girls face. How did you choose the topics that you wanted to cover in each chapter and in general, um, the topics you wanted to cover in your books, uh, in your book to like empower people? So Your Own Beautiful actually came about by the constant messages that I got over the years from girls. I've gotten lots of DMs and messages, tweets, you name it, from girls uh, over the years who just, I guess, 
maybe are inspired by the videos that I've created and they are looking for a deeper meaning within uh, themselves and they, they just have heavy questions. And so I wanted to answer those within one book. And so that's why it covers such a wide variety of topics. And so I refer a lot of people to this book because uh, it just answers all those questions. And so that's how that book came about. That's, I think that is one of the greatest reasons to write a book is to provide yeah. answers yeah, for, uh, for your fan base and those who are searching for them. Uh, definitely with everything that's going on today and uh, the, the chaos that accompanies modernity, um, it's, you know, the book is definitely a great guide for a lot of girls who are looking for themselves, as you said, and uh, trying to find their own ways. And um, I, I, again, I definitely, 17 years old, still trying to search for what I'm doing and how I'm going to get to where I want to be. And, um, you know, I definitely think grateful to you for writing this brilliant guide and I think there needs to be needs to be more information for girls who are finding their paths um, and I'm so glad that you're contributing to it with your own beautiful and so I, I just want to know, um, you know uh, when you read a book you obviously as a reader you want to talk to other people about it and you want to go over the content and discuss and create dialogue. And so, Chelsea, what, what kind of conversations do you hope that this book will spur? Well, I've already had a lot of conversations uh, with my subscribers and with just friends in general who've read this book. I actually, I have a family friend who messaged me personally and said, Chelsea, I honestly didn't even like makeup before I read your book and I know that's not the main reason you wrote this book but you got me into makeup and now my boyfriend's like you know encouraging me to wear makeup more and now I feel like more beautiful in a way so thank you (laughs) and so that encouraged me in a way um but I don't know those like little conversations uh are something that I hope to happen uh but also like within friendship groups just like friendships growing in a deeper way. Uh, I had a Skype call with one of my subscribers because she won a giveaway actually, you know, related to my book. I was giving away a couple books and she said, I really loved your chapter on friendship because I feel like my friendships just aren't deeply rooted. And I realized that I need to seek out uh, friends that want the best for me and, are, you know, just seeking, you know, God to the fullest like I am. And so I was encouraged by that. And um, I think that she's probably going to share that book with her friends because they'll probably want that same thing for themselves and for her. And so I was encouraged by that as as well. So just like circles within friends and um, maybe even talking to their boyfriends about makeup. Definitely. (laughs) Yeah, no. No, definitely. I definitely, that's, yeah, little conversations, you know, turn into a big conversation for sure. Um, So thank you so much, Chelsea. Unfortunately, we are out of time for this segment, but we'll definitely continue our fabulous conversation in the next segment. Audience, make sure to check out Chelsea at www.chelseacrockett.com, spelled uh, C-R-O-C-A, sorry, C-R-O-C-A. 
K-E-T-T, and visit her YouTube channel at www.youtube.com slash Chelsea Crockett. Visit our radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com for photos, descriptions, links, blogs, and more. I'm Zara Hassanane. Also, please visit our charity site at bethestarur.org and watch our fun and informative videos at youtube.com slash bethestarur. We'll be continuing our conversation with Chelsea in the next segment, so stay tuned for more on the gift of beautiful. Show the world your smile. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. On Tuesdays at noon Pacific, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio on Voice America Kids. Come play with us at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. And our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. In this edition of Express Yourself, we are continuing our fascinating conversation on our theme, The Gift of Beautiful. And I'm Zara Hossmane. We're back on the show with star guest Chelsea Crockett. In a culture where media is constantly telling young women they have to look a certain way to be beautiful, there's a lot of pressure to conform to the world's skewed definition of beauty. In her highly anticipated book debut, Your Own Beautiful, YouTube sensation Chelsea Crockett shares her trademark beauty tips while challenging girls to be their own kind of beautiful. Chelsea is one of the biggest names in social media today, with more than 1.5 million subscribers on her popular YouTube channel, Beautylicious Insider, which she started when she was only 13 years old. In Your Own Beautiful, advice and inspiration from Chelsea Crockett. Chelsea expands on the beauty tips and advice featured on her YouTube channel while tackling tough questions as well. Crockett says, Inside this book, you'll read lots of behind-the-scenes details about my life and how Beautylicious Insider started. But I also want to share what I've learned since uploading that first video. That looking beautiful on the outside is great, but it will never satisfy your deepest longings to be accepted and valued. With that, let's welcome Chelsea back onto the show. Hi, Chelsea. Hey again, how are y'all again? (laughs) Great, thank you so much for being here again. Um, So, you know, just continuing from our conversation uh, in the last segment, um, we were talking a lot about, um, you know, how you have a lot of conversations, you touch on a lot of topics that are really difficult um, for other people um, to discuss and are sort of, you know, people think it's uncomfortable to discuss, so they shy away from discussing those topics. Um, But in your book, Your Own Beautiful, you uh, share your struggles with, depression and anxiety after going away to college last year 
And, you know, those are such heavy topics um, to deal with, especially, you know, um, in a book about beauty. So how did you work through those issues and what advice do you have for others facing the same issues? So, yeah, actually a little over a year ago this time uh, last year, I I struggle heavily with uh, depression and anxiety and I had to tackle it uh, from multiple different angles. I really don't think there's like a one-step cure to depression or anxiety and uh, those two things kind of go hand in hand sometimes. Uh, they usually are, typically they come in a package, depression, anxiety, and it, it really does suck. And um, what, what kind of sucked extra is the fact that whenever I went away to college and I, I came back, I decided to come back and um, I got my money back for college and I just decided that that time was just not right. Uh, to go to school because I really, I couldn't keep any food down because of the depression. Um, I just couldn't focus in class. I wasn't sleeping whatsoever. So the depression was like really physical as well. And then my dad uh, got laid off from his job and um, he just recently, now that it's been a year, he just got a job. So praise, praise Jesus for that. That's awesome. Honestly, we're so excited. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so Fast forward a few months after I got diagnosed from all that, uh, I just, I had to take a breather for myself. I had to take a break from YouTube and I had to see a doctor and get uh, medical help. And then I went to therapy and I did a whole lot of praying and I had to get my diet right. And um, so I just attacked it from like different angles and tried to get uh, my wheel right. Because what, like they said in therapy, I had an amazing therapist and she said, Chelsea, even when one piece of your wheel is off, uh, imagine driving a car. It's like you're running on a flat tire. So uh, whenever you put it in that perspective, uh, you could be completely trying to just drive this car that's running on this flat tire and you're not going anywhere fast because you're just empty, you know, and that's what depression and anxiety does to you if you're not treating it right. And so uh, that's what I would encourage people to do. I I, I don't think it's right when people say, you know, medicine's bad for you or therapy's bad for you I really think it depends on the person and I would encourage people to do whatever they really can um, within the realms of being healthy uh, to to treat yourself Um, so that was my battle with it but I still honestly I I take medicine for it and um, I think it's smart so it, it made me who I am today and uh, I wouldn't trade it. You know, I'm I'm terribly sorry you had to go through all of that, and um, you know, I'm glad that you were able to come back. Uh, yeah, talk to a therapist, as you said, um, and that that's that is a really good life philosophy. Is you want to have all your wheels together, you need to uh, be able to get everything together. And I think there's a lot of there is some stigma attached to. Um, you know, leaving college or uh, taking time for yourself because we have 
certain things ingrained within our society where it's like you just have to work yourself to the bone and you can't show sign of weakness. But I think um, writing about your journey in in uh, your own beautiful is really helping people let go of that idea of having to work themselves to the bone and having to you know, refuse treatment or push away from any sign of vulnerability. And right. I think um, congratulations to your father for uh, getting a job that's absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah, definitely. You. you know, with the economy today, it's it's very rough for um, people to really find livelihood and yes I'm, I'm vicariously how do you say vicariously proud because um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know him personally but that's definitely great news and uh, I'm very glad for your family and so um, you know you've returned to YouTube now um, and you've you've come out with this book and um, you're getting your message out to your fan base and your audience and so Chelsea w- what's next for you you know do you have any uh, plans for the future projects that you you're going to um, start working on? Yes. Yeah, so I should have mentioned I'm back in college as well. So uh, I'm continuing doing YouTube. And then I'm also, I, I go to a community college close to home and I take classes through there. And I am moving to Georgia next week. And I'm <laughs> living, what? what? Sorry. Exciting. <laughs> I know. Uh-huh. I'm very excited. I'm going to be living in a house with three other girls. So that's going to be like extremely exciting. Uh, And then I will be closer to my boyfriend because we've been dating long distance for nearly a year. So that'll be a completely different dynamic. We won't be just going out on dates on the weekends. We'll actually be able to go on a date during the weekday, which will be like, so I don't, I don't even know what I'll (laughs) <laughs> be thinking like I'm just like shocked that that's even a thing um uh yeah so a lot of things are going to be changing I am thinking about uh well not thinking about but uh I'll just go ahead and tell you guys I haven't told my YouTube channel yet or my Ooh. subscribers yet but I'm going to be starting a vlog channel with my boyfriend and uh we are gonna start vlogging together and yeah, just a lot of different things. I'm going to be going to school online so I can focus more on YouTube and all that sort of stuff. It's awesome. a, lot, a lot of stuff. <laughs> that's, no, that's really, really awesome that, you know, it's, it's almost, it's almost seems like, uh, you know, you're very busy, you might be stressed, but it's almost kind of like a good kind of stress because, you know, you're doing so many important things. You're doing really what you love, it seems like. Um, and, you know, with the new vlog channel and stuff, I think that's really, really awesome. Um, and so do you think, you know, in the future, do you want to focus on beauty? Like, what do you want to, um, do you want to like keep going with their YouTube channel? Um, you know, what's really, what's next for you? Yes, I see myself continuing to, continuing to do YouTube. Uh, I've always told other people that I see myself motivationally speaking to women and I see myself involved in some sort of ministry for sure. I, am getting involved in a ministry whenever I go out to Georgia. I have a lot of friends who are involved in a ministry called The Alternative, and they're just super awesome. And so I see myself just getting involved in that and maybe just expanding my communication skills so I can get on stage and not be 
uh, scared to just speak to a crowd of people. I've done a little bit of here and there with like smaller crowds, but uh, I just see myself like expanding my communication from on YouTube to maybe more in real life. I don't know if that's necessarily the path that I'll go down, but that's what I'm seeing right now. And it kind of scares me (laughs) in a sense, (laughs) but uh, I've been told that you should do things that scare you. So (laughs) go out there and test your limits. Um, (laughs) And, you know, definitely the the message that you're spreading is worth the big audience. It's, it really should be promoted. um, And, it's great that there's this new frontier for you to explore. And so, you know, just before we go, uh, Chelsea, is there uh, anything else that you'd like to maybe leave uh, the audience with today? Well, I would just say um, just for relationships in general, I'm a big advocate for relationships. I believe that um, we're not meant to live life here alone. So, um, you know, you put in what, you get out most of the time. So I would just say like invest in your relationships. So every single day, if you really care about a relationship, just like encourage that person and pour into um, that person, Uh, lift them up. Even if, even if you're having a bad day, sometimes it lifts your mood to encourage others. So uh, that might be completely random, but it was just on my heart to share with you guys. So, you know, go out there and encourage someone, uh, lift your friend's <laughs> mood, and it should lift yours. That's absolutely perfect. Um, I think interconnection is really the way to go. And uh, you and your you and your boyfriend are starting a vlog channel, and that that should be also a mood lifter for um, for your audience and for the two of you. Uh, well, thank you so much, Chelsea, for this wonderful conversation. It was really great to talk to you about uh, you know all the all the things, all the bumps that we hit <laughs> along uh, life's journey, and it was really quite inspirational. Uh, unfortunately, we are out of time. Audience, during the break, be sure to check out the our 501c3 literacy and positive media charity at bethestarur.org. And there's more information under events at our website at btsya.org. And remember, guys, Be The Star You Are has also set up donations for hurricane and fire disaster relief at btsya.org. So please do visit and donate to those in need. And I'm Zara Hoffman. To learn more about Chelsea and her work during break, go to www.chelseacrockett.com, spelled C-R-O-C-K-E-T-T. And visit her YouTube channel at www.youtube.com slash Chelsea Crockett. Visit www.expressyourselfteenradio.com for more information about our show. When we come back, we'll be continuing our inspiring conversation on the gift of beautiful. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring.
You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Vigigia, and our program is Express Yourself. And today's hour is all about the gift of beautiful. And I'm Zara Hassanay. In this segment, Brigitte will be sharing her viewpoint on art and the gift of beautiful with her art attack. Hi, Brigitte. Hey, guys. It's Brigitte, of course. And uh, in this segment of Art Attack, I thought I'd actually diverge a little bit from, you know, speaking about classical art and move on to a more uh, modern, maybe commonplace form of art that uh, everyone uh, can really take part in and do on their own. And that's the world of makeup. I thought I'd speak a little bit about makeup artists and um, the different ways you can use makeup to express yourself uh, as a form of art. Uh, I thought it might relate a little better since we had in our last few segments uh, a YouTube beauty vlogger, Chelsea Crockett, who uh, has created a lot of beauty and makeup videos um, reach out to her fan base and I thought it'd be a nice little tie-in with both the gift of beautiful uh, and because makeup is definitely a form of art. Um, I think with the explosion of beauty bloggers and different um, media uh, outlets that are focusing more on beauty, embracing yourself and using makeup, uh, that makeup as an art form has really taken off. And so going a little bit into the history of maybe makeup and even uh, to some extent like fashion and um, expressing yourself through articles of clothing, uh, makeup and fashion have always been forms of artistic self-expression that have really defined uh, the way we express ourselves, put ourselves forth in society. And though these two forms of art are maybe not what is traditionally considered as highbrow art, um, there are so many different ways that you can express yourself through makeup and fashion, and so many of those ways are artistic um, and can be seen in an artistic light that makeup and fashion can definitely be considered forms of art. And of course, we have high fashion and uh, more sophisticated um, makeup that is you know, on the professional level. And that definitely, without a doubt, is a form of art and self-expression. And uh, we have a lot of um, fashion designers who are on the forefront of the artistic scene. And same with makeup artists. I think the thing about makeup is that it's a form of art, and it's a form of art that is very accessible to the general public. And Something that one can get very creative with and something that one can tune to one's own person and one's own character. And so there's really a lot of room for self-expression and be very artistic with it. So art is, if you're looking at traditional art or painting, sculpture, um, historically art has been very masculine. Uh, it's been a very male-dominated area, uh, area of self-expression. Um, and you can, I guess you can definitely say that for a lot of er other areas, but 
art in particular. We know of so many famous male artists and in comparison, very few woman artists who are as renowned as their um, male counterparts. So makeup really changes this. Makeup uh, is perceived as a more feminine art domain and that really adds to its power of self-expression in that it is uh, an area where women are recognized for their skill and they are renowned and you hear of all these women makeup artists who have all of this skill and are making a lot of money, are gaining a lot of success and makeup because of that I think is a very powerful form of self-expression that uh, fits in with the, the modern day a little bit better because it does allow for more equal um, set of roles or a more equal um, balance between masculine and feminine in that and a lot of famous or renowned makeup artists are women and women are able more to break out onto the, the makeup scene. So, um, again, makeup is definitely a form of self-expression and it fits more into modernity because it is a feminine form of self-expression. And that's not to say that men cannot uh, use makeup. That's absolutely not true. Everybody can use makeup. And I think that's also a beauty of it is that makeup is not exclusive as sometimes art is perceived to be. Makeup is a very everyday thing that take part in as they see fit and um, you can really go out to your local CVS or your local pharmacy um, even your local beauty store because those are rampant they are everywhere you can drop in your and pick up makeup and art in a form of art so yeah you know like makeup is really a way to both express oneself through art and embrace and highlights one's own beauty. And I think that's one great um, aspect of makeup that separates it kind of from other forms of art. I think um, there's also this danger with makeup uh, in that once you wear makeup, people have said um, in, recent, in recent times really covering up your natural beauty or you're not embracing, um, you know, what you were given at birth uh, in terms of your face or your features. And I think that's not true at all. I think, again, makeup is a form of self-expression. It's not, uh, you know, people are not using makeup to cover up their flaws. They're using it because they want to, first of all, accentuate their features and accentuate their beauty. And they also feel that it, it, the colors within makeup and the colors within the different palettes that you're using when you're applying your makeup are powerful ways to express yourself and to um, show your personality to the world. I mean, yeah. I personally, right? Like, I, I personally don't use makeup as often just because I don't have the time, um, but I definitely think it's very beautiful. Uh, and Zara, I, I want to know, you know, do you, do you watch any beauty vloggers? <laughs> Yeah, um, no, well, thanks for asking. Um, but yeah, also, thank you for all that. Uh, first of all, thank you for all that information. I actually, I never knew that much about makeup. Um, it's definitely the first time I've ever heard someone talk for like 
um, you know, longer than 30 seconds about makeup, and it was very enlightening. <laughs> um, but so yeah, as you can probably tell from what I just said, I don't watch any, I don't watch any beauty bloggers. Uh, I don't wear makeup either. But um, I also, but I, I mean, like that isn't to say like I look down on people who do wear. It, you know, like of course, like as you were saying, like it's definitely like a you know choice that people make. It's not like you're covering up anything. Or I think it's you know like uh, I just feel like you know people shouldn't shame people for you know wearing makeup like it's just about letting like I mean yeah mostly women but like uh anyone who wants to have like wear makeup like it's their choice like don't shame them for literally just like embracing an art form you know what I mean so I don't know that's kind of my view on makeup I guess um I'm I really am not well versed in it at all or anything but it seems like you really are um did you like uh do you take any like or, like, how did you first get interested in makeup? Like, how do you know all this stuff about makeup? I, I again, I, I personally don't wear it myself, but I do um, because I, I love art. And I, yeah. I embrace any sort of beauty that I can, that I can access. Um, yeah. I discovered kind of the, the beauty vlogger side of YouTube. Um, as our guest, Chelsea Crockett, is also on that side, I suppose. And um, yeah. she's definitely... Uh, very well versed as well, um, but I, I discovered that that area of YouTube sort of, um, and ah no that's right. it, yeah I find it kind of relaxing to watch watch a yeah. video and some of these some of these vloggers some of these YouTube personalities who um, specialize in makeup and in using all of these different products to kind of a masterpiece on their own face they are absolutely brilliant they're they're really skilled they've maybe gone to cosmetic school and um they know what they're working with they know the material they're working with and they know the end goal that they're looking for and so they'll create this look on camera uh, with a certain set of tools to help other people maybe review the product that they're using or to help other yeah. people uh, decide whether to buy a certain product and then also to showcase their skills, showcase their form of artistic expression and then to help other people uh, reconstruct that look uh, on, on their own faces, which I yeah. think is also great. It's a sort of uh, community effort to promote artistic self-expression that I really yeah. love. And, you know, you were speaking, Zara, in the first segment about the need for multicultural beauty. And I thought yeah. that that kind of ties into um, the, the explosion of the, an awareness of the lack of multicultural um, beauty within the makeup community. Um, just recently, I, I think you might have heard of this, I think a lot of people, um, because it's like this huge event, but Rihanna just put out her line, her Fenty Beauty line um, of makeup, and it's 40 shades of foundation, um, which are supposed to match the skin tone, and she covers all of like this huge range of skin tones from the darkest shade to the lightest shade and it's absolutely yeah. brilliant and I think wow. that's an embracing of multicultural beauty that is really yeah. necessary and really great definitely. no yeah I definitely agree I'm so glad that you know people are starting to recognize that white is not the only uh form of beauty there is in the world well thank you so much Brigitte for um that enlightening segment on makeup and beauty um and with that it is time to say farewell we give our thanks to star style production Cynthia Bryan be the star you are in our Voice America Kids crew, especially our engineer, A-Rod. 
Thanks to our guests and reporters from across the world. And thank you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. I'm Zara Hassanane. Brigitte Gia, you have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For information on our creative community, go to expressyourselfteenradio.com and our main site at bethestarur.org. Until next week, remember, be kind, believe in your beautiful, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself. Produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines If you would let yourself